0: This is another episode of Full Prophets Podcast. My guest today is Kenyon Billups. I've tried to get him on here quite a few times. Usually he's beating up uh, kids or body slamming prostitutes. So I'm glad to have him on here today and hopefully we're we going to go ahead and have some good episode. Anything going on in the background that I need to know about? No, it's all clear. No? Okay. You ain't got to be nobody.
1: Nah.
2: How how everything
0: been, bro? Well, it has been okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. been okay. Yeah.
2: You look, that you, number triple, but look
0: do you look rough around a around a beer, bro? Is it time to shave? Yeah.
2: I figured
1: yeah. what to
0: do with it. Okay. Do you do you shave it yourself?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I do I do the same thing. I I so I got some new clippers and um I messed that up. You know, they they have like uh,
2: uh
0: 10 settings or 10 different blades to put on it and I put like the closest one, thinking I think would we'll get like a nice little uh low shave and I ended up looking like a ball rat. So
2: I gotta let it grow back. Yeah, I need to get something to do myself. Yeah.
0: It it was sound though. Those those clippers were, were were five years old or maybe more. So um it was about time, it was about time. So we are gathered here to talk about uh, growing up, dealing with uh, different types of trauma, whether it's um, things that we've seen or things our parents have seen that pass it, pass it on to us. I'll share one of the incidences. I'm not gonna say anybody's name, but I will share this. Uh, growing up, I, 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 have, I had to deal with quite a bit of trauma trauma and one of the situations I remember as a kid was minding my business in the house playing with toys as a young kid does Um, and a woman out of nowhere picks me up drags me down a hallway and then slams picks me up and then throws me into the wall for no reason at all I, I wasn't even doing nothing wasn't wasn't bothering nobody I was playing by myself like I normally do, cause even to this day I'm still not that. I don't vibe with people that well, um, and th- that was one of those incidences where it it, it was kind of like yo, I'm i I'm, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm on my own.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? So from that, th- there there's other incidences or instances I should say, not because there ain't no incident. There are other instances where I. I, I went through trauma where, where I was getting hurt or beat. And people would say that's discipline, but to a certain level, it's really not discipline at the well when you're just hurting kids for the sake of hurting them because they're just there in your presence. Hmm. And what I heard from a guy that was older than me, uh, maybe about five or 10 years ago, he told me that they were just making sure that you was tough, making sure that you were strong. I said, how do you know that that makes a kid mentally tough or physically strong? Like, how do you know that? Do you know that you could tell a kid that they ain't shit by doing that? Like you can you can actually break them in a process or you can make them feel uncomfortable. You can take the confidence and trust out of a child by doing these type of things. And he was like, no, that's not it. That's not it. You are seeing it the wrong way. I was like, no, I'm seeing it the way that I see it, and I'm seeing it the way that other kids out there, whether they be my age now, a little older than me, or the ones uh, coming under me
1: that are younger than me.
0: Um, When I have that same conversation with people who have the wherewithal to look on a broad spectrum of things, they kind of see it the same way. You can really tank a kid, a child, by doing things like that. Uh, who can the child trust if they can't trust the people that they're around the most, the parents or the, the, the aunties or the uncles, right. right? Like, who do you trust if the people closest to you are doing
2: you, do you doing you the foulest, you know? Right. Uh, in most cases, I think most people... Do experience that trauma from relatives first. Mm-hmm. A large percent, close to a hundred percent, but um, yeah, we see that all the time. Um, and I think, I think one of the most neglectful things we do personally when we experience trauma is either not talking about it or telling anyone. And I say that because people can carry that stuff with them for the rest of their lives uh disclaimer
0: no no we're, we're grown you can say what you want okay it's just a Cover fact it. i
2: laugh yeah. i laugh because you held
0: back but this is for grown folks yeah but
2: people carry that shit around with them for the you know for the rest of their lives and they project it and don't even realize they're doing that just because they didn't deal with something something as simple as getting that book for something they didn't do um like the things that a parent would do back in the day. If you can't get the truth out of one of y'all, get it out of all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Go with yeah. everybody. I got the right one type thing. Yeah. Um, that worked, you know, during our time because uh, our our exposure to the world wasn't as vast as it is now. So it eventually made sense to us. Like, how else would you get the answer? You can't put a person on a lie detector test and, then you know, the kid, somebody didn't go, you know, confess. And most kids, you know, kind of feel selfish, like, you know I'm saying? If I'm getting a whooping, you know, everybody get one. Right. You know, if it was me, so, but things, little things like that can traumatize children. Um, I know personally, my mother was traumatized as, traumatized as a child. Mm-hmm. So, and she just carried it with her, like, all her life. And then, and, and Look, I ain't never cursed around her or nothing like that. But I used to think like, man, I wish you just let that shit go. But I understand why she couldn't let it go now. But she never had any opportunity. Well, she never took the opportunity to deal with it, and it bothered her so much, so much uh, to the point where she would see it in other people, and she, you know, and it would, it would trigger her to the point where she, you know, want to do something about that person that's doing something, you know. Yeah. Like she, She's a fighter type person, so, you know, if she sees something like this, she'd be wanting to fight, but.
0: For me, the trauma, I was triggered every day by it though, because the things that people did to me, whether my mother knew it or not, I would go back and do it to other people. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if if I, if my mother left me with one of her friends and we were staying at, their, at the, her, her friend's house or whatever, and they were taking care of us or babysitting us and they gave me a whooping for nothing or whoever it was, I got a spanking or whatever it was, or I got beat for nothing, I would turn around and when I went to school the next day, someone else had to pay for that. And and it's not to say that that's a good thing. Let me me make make sure I, I say that. It's not to say that what I was doing was a good thing. It's just to say that the trauma manifests itself in different ways. And mine was to get back at somebody. I had to get some type of get back. Like I, I, someone hurt me. And, and the, the, the sad part about it was that even in telling my mom or my older sister telling my mom, she never really did nothing about it because she usually thought that it was me doing something wrong. And that was, that was the case at times, but not all the time. you I know. know so this that was one of the things that i just had to deal with and growing even when i talked to my mother later on about it she was just like well i, I didn't have a, a clear understanding of what was going on and you know like i was like i hear you but I, I feel like at the same time you weren't trying to have a clear understanding i understand those were your friends and they were doing you a favor by taking care of us while you were away working and, and trying to take care of bills and everything but i got treated like shit Often. And because of that, you know, that manifests into me the way that I treat people, you know. I don't, at that at that point in life, if there is an altercation, we aren't going to talk about it. We are going to fight it out. Right? Because for me, that was the only way that I knew how to resolve an issue. Which later like, on ended up with me boxing, right? You beat a kid into a coma, you beat a kid into a seizure. And then you have you you know that some some type of justice, some type of rep- reprimand needs to happen. Some type of discipline needs to take take place. So um, that was just stuff that I I, I personally went through. Uh, and, and when I talk about these things, I also talk about these things to the kids that I have mentored, and I let them know like, look, I understand it. Like I I get I get it because I've been in your shoes. Like I was you. I wasn't always this guy that y'all see now. Like I, I was you at one at one point in time in life. Like I had to go through the same some of the same stuff that you guys have to go through to get to where you are now. Um, and I just wish, to a certain degree, like because I, I I get it right—the whole slave thing, blah 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 blah. You pass down, what you pass
2: down, would you pass down?
0: Right. But at some point, someone has to be the person to say we're gonna break the cycle and we're not gonna do that.
2: And honestly, right? I think that. It- I guess on a broad scale, I think that happened with our generation. Um, we right in there where we understood both sides of it and we figured out another way. Because right. our being able to teach our kids differently and discipline them differently, mm-hmm. it wasn't to follow suit from what we saw Caucasian people doing with their kids on TV. It was not, it was not to pass that trauma along because I'm an avid believer in ass women like you wouldn't believe, but at the same time I see there are a lot of other ways to you know discipline a child or to rectify them.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean
2: to me I I work with some of not and no I ain't say that I work with some of the kids that people consider to be the most terrible things on this planet. Mm-hmm. But I don't have that kind of problem with them because you know there's different ways to deal with them other than Yelling. And as a matter of fact, I don't yell. So I'm about as calm as I am with you right now because they expect it. And then when you don't give it to them, they got to figure out something else to do because he ain't yelling. Why would I be yelling? Or I can't keep yelling if he ain't yelling. Or I can't hear him if he's yelling. If I'm Fine. yelling, you know, type thing. So, Correct. I mean, they they figure it out quick. I don't give them any kind of excuses. or You know, you let diagnosis be you know, their excuse for activities. a hindrance. Yeah. But yeah. You know, I mean, everybody got problems. This ADHD thing that they claim that all the kids got, I think they just being kids, kids are not supposed to have the attention span of an adult. So. Absolutely not. And,
0: and that was one of the things that I was talking to somebody else about. Uh, we bring these kids or people bring these kids into the world and you're expecting them to, act the way that you expect an adult to act and they're not they're little you they're the little person that you spawned that you gave and that you put that you brought into this world so you can't expect you excuse me you can't expect them to adapt to what you want you have to adapt to them because you have to be the leader and a teacher of them
1: yeah all right i used to work with this lady who was in a
2: abusive relationship, like come to work all the time with black eyes, things like that. Mm. And this was a Caucasian lady working in a group of black women, um, with 22 black women, one black male and one Caucasian lady. So, you know, they all had advice for her and stuff about what she should do. But the child was going to school And putting them hands on people like he wasn't a fighter really. He was kind of big for his age, so he hurt people that he could hurt. And then eventually they tell her they want to kick him out of school. And she was crying and at work because, you know, all these people that all around people were telling her that uh, she should whoop him. Whoop him, whoop him, whoop him, you know. And like I said, you know, I'm gonna have for whooping, advocate for whooping, but that wouldn't have been that wouldn't have solved that problem with her. He'd see that all the time. He don't see nothing but violence. See somebody knocking her out, knocking him out. Mm. So that wasn't gonna change anything with him. You know, that's normal. So, you know, I suggested all these other things to her to try with him because you know it, it just ain't gonna happen until they get out of that situation at the end. And and the uh, the black women came for me, man. Like they was like. You know, what I'm saying, no, she just need to whoop him in. You whoop him hard enough. If you ain't killed him, he ain't, you know, you ain't did it right. That type of shit. So I was like, damn. I'm like, man, I'm mind the reason. And you know I want to whoop somebody, but but that's what the, that's their answer to all that. Like, and this was all women. This was no, I was the only man in there, and I'm the only one saying don't whoop. Um, he was real violent. He got that from his father, you know, doing it to his mother and to him. So, you know, shit, that ain't gonna help nothing. I mean, no, he's only
0: he's only acting right. out the behavior that he's that he's seeing. Experience, right? Right.
2: So she that crying, she's like, y'all just make me feel like I'm not I'm not a good mother and I'm not doing what I need to do for my child. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, out of all these people in here, out of all these women in here, I shouldn't be the only person that you know that see that they probably shouldn't tell her that. Yeah. So, you know, after work, I talk to her and stuff like that and tell her, you know, there's some things that you, I mean, for one, she can get them out of their home and, you know, send them to the place where I'm working now and he'll get some structure and things in a way. And that way, she can deal with, you know, the dad and stuff without the child being around. Um, She's like, she's just like, you know, you know how people get, down. well, you know how women get emotional and thankful and all that stuff like that. Well, i might like, like, you know, that's just a That's a simple suggestion, but you know, it's gonna take some work.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I told this shit gonna be going on for years. Like you'll be dealing with this for years. This ain't gonna happen. This ain't gonna fix itself next year or the year after that. Yeah. Like how long has he been seeing this shit? It probably takes twice as long for him to not, you know, absolutely not think it's normal. Yep. That's like then, but he's gonna carry with him for the rest of his life. So you're hoping that he don't start doing his children like that or his, you know, his lady. I said, you got you to gotta stay on it for the rest of his life. You got to remind him of different things he can do, deal with his frustration and shit, because this is traumatic. Yeah, and, and it just manifests. Like Rachel, or just like she won't forget, he won't.
0: Yeah, and it manifests its way in so many ways, right? Like it can, they may go on to hurt animals, right? That's another way that, right. it, 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 that it affects people. They may go on to be womanizers. That's the, another way that it affects people they may go on to be like just hurtful human beings just like shitty people but that that's also another way that it affects people and you're really talking about when i talk to because talking to kids a lot of the stuff that they are getting to me from what i saw is from parents correct no you disagree So a lot of oh, stuff no, that they, okay. So a lot of stuff that they're getting, they're getting it from parents, and then it's the environment that they're in. So if the if the environment dictates for them to to be to be harsh or hardened or, or aggressive, either they're going to be that way or they're not going to be that way, and, and it's due to what what's being taught to them, the the lessons and the 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 the, the discipline that they get. So. Often, man, I, I, when I would talk to these kids, I, I would always try to implement different things and different techniques and strategies. And I'm not a person with a degree with a degree in dealing with kids, you know. But it's just just life lesson. Like you can't treat them, you can't treat them like they're little violent criminals, or you can't treat them like they're dogs or animals, or like they're just these things that you can just manipulate and 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 chastise as you see fit. You can't do that, like. They're the smaller versions of you and everything that they're going to pick up and learn, they're going to get it from you. So your job is to educate them properly, no matter what it is. You have to tell them the things that happen to you, whatever it is, to correct the wrong that has already happened. Because if you don't, they're going to turn around and implement these things in their daily routine. And we see it often. You see it. How long have you been working with kids? Uh, Since
2: 2006
0: since 2006 so you've seen you have seen in your own experience a lot of behavioral issues that go on with these kids and some of it or a good percentage of it comes from the home the home life or the lack of right right and this is one of the reasons this is one of the things I was telling somebody like yeah we say we say whoop kids and we say beat them but to what level are we saying discipline them, like chastise them, what, to what level? Because I also believe that kid, each kid, myself included, we all learn differently. Some kids learn through audio. Some kids learn through visual. You can tell a child to do something and they'll know how to do the task or not do something. You can tell them how to do a task and they'll do it to perfection. But some kids are visual. You have to show them how to do certain tasks so they know what they're doing because for them it's like assurance and being able to see it lets them know that, okay, this is the way that it goes. But it's, it's these, there we're I feel like at certain points in, in time, we're missing these, we're missing these balances where, where we, where we're teaching these kids how to do things the, the correct way or how to, how to, how to go about that, about their daily routine. I hope, I hope I'm saying that right. I hope I'm saying that right. Do, do you get do no, you get what i'm I get, saying?
2: I get what okay. you're saying yeah i get what you're saying it's just <laughs> don't worry about your hit and misses when it comes to kids be consistent they are going to receive it a little different but one thing they better rely on is how you give it to them yes and i
0: don't think that yelling especially me if anybody yells at me i you I, i'll totally block you out like a, right. a wall goes up automatically like I, I don't hear nothing you're saying the moment you start yelling at me hmm. and and then for me if i start yelling at you or any person because I, I don't think we've ever had a situation where we were yelling at each other but if i'm yelling at someone that's pretty much that's pretty much the last line or the last level before i, I go to fuck off and i don't i don't yell so you, you, you we have to use Using the things that our parents or grandparents or whoever was using those tactics, it may work in certain areas, but in certain areas that aren't needed, it's easier to just talk to a kid and have a good conversation with them and get a better understanding of it.
1: Because another thing that I learned was no one's listening to these kids. Yeah.
0: you know, some of these kids are growing up that no one has ever heard them. No one has ever let them speak or vent. And they're 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, and they just want to vent and no one has ever allowed them to vent. And, you know, that that comes with a lack of security and trust as well, right? Like, like I, I, I need this moment to say how I feel and no one has ever given me that opportunity. So for me, when I was doing a youth program or in the last five years when I was helping certain kids out in the city, for me, it was more applicable to just listen to them instead of just giving them advice. Just just let them talk.
1: Right.
0: Or just ask questions.
2: Right. If you questions. give them time, though, I'm just like particularly like on a day to day basis at work. When somebody gets upset and they start yelling at you. Um, I don't even try to tell them to be quiet. I tell them I'm, I'm gonna wait and let you finish that way I won't miss anything. Um, and normally they'll talk their self, you know what I'm saying, into submission. Like they'll stop yelling and stuff. And then they'll say, okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. So now you what do you want me to do now? I'm like, you know, I'm just waiting for you to get it out. You feel like it needs to be said, so if I stop you, you're gonna still wanna say it so or you're gonna keep trying anyway. So I just let you say what you need to say. Um one problem I see that people do have working with kids like that is they're trying to I guess they're trying to stop them from yelling because they seem so you know in such a sense of anxiety at the moment
1: mm-hmm.
2: but I don't think we should I think you should just let them, let them get it out because you know it's just a lot of energy and then a lot of times it could be something about something so simple and then they're listening to themselves they'll talk themselves down for me, it makes my job easier, so that's why I do it. I yeah, didn't really I, think about it as a tool, but it makes. Yeah,
0: my I job I definitely I definitely like when I had situations where some of the kids were yelling or trying to pose a threat of violence. At the time, I'm I'm from the hood. Like you, you talking to me with with aggression and shit like that. Like I I, I hear you. You know what I mean, but it don't mean much to me till you do something, till you show me, how, cause I'm, I'm with the bullshit. I'm with all of it. So like I I hear it, but yeah, I, I can I can dish that shit out too. But what I learned what what I learned from it was some of these kids are so are so riled up. They're so tight. You know what I mean? That they've never had anybody to let them to give them a chance to speak their peace and speak their mind. And a lot of times you're not going to get nowhere with just beating a kid and telling them to shut up and go to their room or right. taking things from them. Like, you need to hear them out. Let them speak their piece. Remember, this is a, you don't want to have a friendship level with your child that y'all are on the same level that where they feel like they're equal. But there needs to be a democracy of some sort, right? A republic of some sort. some of structure. Yeah, some type yeah. of structure where <laughs> you can speak your mind and your opinion won't just like, bounce off the wall like it'll be heard and, and we can move forward with a better idea or a better sense of self and I, I i learned that from some of these kids man like they don't they don't get that even even with myself like i, I don't i it was a, a rarity that my opinion was ever taken or taken to be something that was um solid certified you know what i mean it was just like well you live in this house you're under this under this, under this house until you start paying bills, you don't you don't have no say in nothing. You can't do nothing. And that was another reason. Those was another reason why I wanted to rebuild. because it was like, all right, well, fuck it. 17, 18, I get the fuck out of here. Y'all ain't got to worry about me coming back. Right? So to avoid those situations, remember these are these are little human beings that you brought into this world. Your objective should be at some point to raise them to be better than you. Right. To avoid the traps and the snares and the ills of this world that I've set out there for them, and to teach them to do the things that you weren't taught to do. I know when I talk, I look, like I said over and over again, when I talk to these kids, I give them life gain because I don't know when the next time I'm going to see them. I don't know what situation they're going to leave. They're going to walk into when they leave me. And I don't want to not. I never want to spend any time with them giving them bullshit. I'll say it that way. I don't ever want to get them bullshit. Anytime that they're they with me and they're around me, I want to give them gang. It should, never be a, it should never not be an opportunity where I don't get them gang when, when they're around. Me. I don't care if it's a young female or a young male, a young brother or a young sister, whoever it is. I got to get them gang because we're, it's, it's lacking. It's lacking everywhere. And if, you, and if your parents aren't teaching, you, teaching it to you, I feel like it's my duty.
1: Yeah, you know what i mean so it, it's like so when I'm, I'm i'm i'm
0: talking to them and i'm i'm hearing their trauma and i'm i'm hearing their things and, and they they man matt you make you make it seem like it's okay to like talk about this stuff it should be there should never be a point in life where it ain't where it ain't okay to just be yourself and talk right. about the things that are bothering you everybody should have that one person or two person or that group of people where they can go to the Talk their problems out. Like what's so what's so bad about that?
2: I um I have a kid that often he often blames whatever he's doing on his trauma. So one day I tell him, like, okay, let's sit down and talk about this trauma, man, because it keep getting you in trouble. Because every time something happens, he said, they are triggering me. And you don't understand because of my trauma. So I asked him about it, Trump. And he tried to create a story. And he's a kid, so he don't understand how a grown-up can tell when you lie or you're trying to figure it out, you know what I'm saying? type thing. So I keep asking questions. I don't say that he's lying or anything like that. So I you know, keep asking questions asking questions.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And he gets to the point where he don't want to answer any more questions because I guess he can't think of anything else to say. And so, in conclusion, I try to get him to see, like, you know, even with with bullshit, you know what I'm saying, you can come to some resolution just by talking about it because, you know, I could approach them differently because we want to be violent and stuff like you said. uh, That's not a problem. Um, We got ways of dealing with that. But just him trying to figure out the bullshit that he wanted to give me, he talked himself out of doing whatever it is he was thinking he was going to do. Because the trauma, the trauma had nothing to do with him or what the situation he was going on then. More of him being a child is why that situation would happen.
0: Just acting out. He was just right. acting out.
2: And, and we're supposed to be able to see, tell the difference in the two. But at the same time now, I had a coworker. They want to give him their business because, you know, he's acting out. He's he's upset. He acting like he wanna be violent, you know. Yeah, who don't. No, I want to hit most people that I see on a daily basis, but you know, <laughs> you, you know, you can't. Right. You know, but uh I said, so we well, you know, we don't have to, we don't have to go hands-on with him because you know, shit. Right now he's just acting like a kid. Somewhat of a tantrum right now, but I don't think we gotta do. It. Remember, stay calm. It ain't all. It ain't always as traumatic. But you let them figure that out for themselves. Don't tell them that, You know, let them keep talking and keep talking about it until they figure it out for themselves. That's why I'm saying, like, a problem is that we don't talk about or we don't tell anybody. I had a conversation about being what is it
1: called, (sighs) sexually, what is it called, I'm drawing a blank,
2: but you know, when most, uh, something that most women go to through as a young lady, where some kind of sexual misconduct happens to them. And I think one of the solutions today is telling the man in your life, I guarantee you, there is a man in your life that don't want you to go through that. And in most cases, they'll do something about it, give an opportunity, Uh, whether that be legally or not. So, I think that trauma is something that apparently, you know, happens a lot, but we don't hear about it because they only talk about it with other victims. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think this happened while we was in school. Like somebody told us, like, uh, like three out of five um, women in, in college would be sexually assaulted while they're in college.
1: Oh so wow! In, class,
2: in the classroom, we sitting there thinking, like, one, two, three, four, five. That one, you know, you know, those two or those three won't be, you know, that type of thing. And we think, like, damn, we know all these people in this classroom so statistically wise somebody has experienced something while they've been here and you know some people wanted to have that conversation and some didn't Um, but you know it shocked me every time to hear about somebody that did And and in most cases like i said it was some family member or something like that or some guy that they knew but i i feel like those issues can be resolved Are addressed when they talk about them with a male in their lives, whether it's a friend or a relative or something. I just know it's somebody out there that gives them enough that you wouldn't have to experience that trauma or carry that trauma for the rest of your life because it feels unresolved if you told a male in your life or even the authorities. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why they don't tell. Well, I do understand why they don't tell the authorities, but.
0: I don't understand why they don't tell a family member. Yeah, so I know a young lady. uh, She was raped. Hmm. And she didn't tell... in her closest Hmm. friends, I'm one of her close friends. She didn't tell us for like a year and a half that it happened. Um, And when we talked to her about it, her reasoning not saying nothing was because she said she felt dirty she said that it happened the dude dude took advantage of her you know um she said she wanted to get home and he was you know telling her he he would get her home or whatever but when she when he got her home he he was uh taking advantage of he's a a big strong muscular guy Mm -hmm. and he was trying to have his way with her and everything like that so she said in the act of it, you know, she never said nothing because she felt dirty. She felt filthy. She felt, you know, like lower than the lowest. And she she felt like if she told someone, since she didn't tell someone when it happened, because she waited, she felt like she was even even more filthy for, for, waiting to, for waiting to say something. She said it broke her confidence. It broke her pride and everything else uh, before she told us. But she told us and, and telling us, she said she felt the burden. She felt like the burden was lifted off her, but she still felt dirty in the same, at the same time because the guy was still out here on a prowl doing whatever he had been doing because it had been a year and a half that passed. Right. But she told us what happened and I could never be, <clears throat> excuse me, I could never be in a woman's shoes to understand what that feels like. But man I do under but I kind of I I don't I don't I don't know should I say understand I kind of get what it is why they why they don't say it right away you know why they don't tell right away is is because they feel so violated and, and filthy at the same time but my message to her was don't ever let anything like that where a guy is is violating you or you feel violated and you don't say nothing to none of us because You got family, cousins, brothers, friends that can it may not make you feel great in a moment, Mm -hmm. but you can get some get back and we can deal with it. So in this situation, this guy was dealt with and then they took him to the to the precinct. They dropped him off and said, yo, this is what happened, blah, 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 blah. I'm dead serious. Like they they put in this is without any church being involved they put hands on that man they blessed that man and then they and they and they took him to the they took him to the uh precinct or whatever but in talking to her man we had a a uh, about an hour an hour and a half conversation about what happened to her and she was explaining you know like she she said i sympathize and she said she has empathy for women who have had more traumatic situations or experiences than she's had and she's had, and they have to deal with them and they hold them in. But I was asking, I was like, well, why do you think they hold them in so long? Is it the same thing? And she said, yeah, you, she said, you're hurt. You feel broken. You feel like ashamed of yourself. You you feel so dirty and filthy, but that you don't want to say nothing to nobody. And then by telling somebody that you trust or whatever, she said you feel even more filthy by just by just opening up and just and describing what happened to you. But like I said to her, like don't I don't know what that is. I don't I don't I can't tell you what to do because right. I've never had that happen. But my, my only message to her was just, you know, be aware of the person you're dealing with. And if they start saying things that may trigger you, let them know, like, you you, you know, hey, I have a situation that I'm uncomfortable with or text us, let us know where you are so we can, you know, we'll be aware of what's going on. But um, I I salute her for dealing with that and for going to therapy and, 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 and trying to heal and trying to move forward from that experience because when she told it to us, we were all sitting around hanging out and she just opened up. And she told us about this uh, very traumatic experience that she had with this guy that she apparently liked. Like, she liked this guy.
2: All right.
0: She liked this guy. and
2: it, it reminded me of uh, a woman who said she had, like, low blood sugar and she would always pass out. because mm. a video I saw online. And she would always pass out. And she said she would often wake up to her boyfriend having sex with her. And this month, I'm sorry. Well, yeah. This motherfucker was saying like he was trying to make her feel better, and she said she just thought it was normal. So when she started dating a different dude, and she told him about that shit, he said that shit ain't normal. You're right. And I'm like, I'm glad. You know you let her know because that shit ain't normal. And she's like, you were raped every time. This motherfucker, you passed out. So his idea is to have sex with you
0: unknowingly, right? Violating. violating.
2: Right, it's my like this is your lady that you can sleep with at any time, but when she passes out, that's when you feel the need. But you know, she said she had no idea until the new boyfriend was telling her like, "No, mama, that ain't normal, and like that ain't something that we do." You know, it's no shit. But please. no, that's
0: some that's some weirdo shit, man. Like a guy like that. Guys like that need to be dealt with, you know. Like they need to be dealt with before the police get involved. You you, you, you don't you don't violate a woman. You 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 don't like
2: violate nobody.
0: Yeah, that yeah, true. Especially the women. Like you don't hands off. Like women are hands off. Like that's how I grew up. Like women are hands off. You can't you you you're not allowed to touch a woman. You know if 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 any aggression. In a physical nature, or, or or mental nature, is presented to a woman, that's a no no, and you need your ass beat for some shit like that.
2: Now I'm gonna tell you this for sure. I was definitely raised different. Um, my mother always tell us like, don't let, don't don't beat on a woman nothing like that, but don't let them beat on you.
0: Correct. No, I was told that too. Because uh, oh, yeah.
2: like our women. Will always take you to be a nice guy, and then they try to take advantage. They do all that dirt, and do that shit to you, and then call the police. <clears throat> yeah, but you know, she was like, "Teach, you know, whoever you with to keep the hands to themselves."
0: Absolutely. Uh, the saying I was told was, "If a woman decides to cross that line, mm-hmm. if she's good enough to throw it, then she's bad enough to catch it."
2: That's what I was and, told, and, and and you know, I I like that, but realistically we know we can't do that because the laws are not are even or
0: no, no 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 the laws are totally are totally against men. whether you're, you're you're a single man or you're a father mm-hmm. you are going to have a lot of issues with the law in those in- instances but that was the message i received right if somebody is going to put their hands on you you are now protecting yourself it is self-defense right and, and
2: I only say that because, you know, even being taught that I'm, I'm not okay with all that other sh- that other shit, like just beating the shit out of somebody because you don't like what they're saying or, no. or fucking them while they sleep or you know while they pass out of some shit like that. Man. Come on now. The idea of rape is is definitely a mental illness. There's too many, too many willing participants out here in this world for you to be raping anybody, all shapes and sizes.
0: I don't know if I should speak on this, but so we can definitely say that there has to be a problem with uh, a lot of these industry types, right? That we see on the news or that we hear about and they have these issues where they're, where they're, where they're dealing with little girls or whatever it may be, right? Um, <clears throat> he was about to say something?
2: No, I was just going to go with on what you were saying about the industry and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, the music um, industry is full of it, though. Like they,
2: Yeah, that's, 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 that's just predatory behavior. Absolutely. But knowing that we got predators in this world, take an We know we got animals in this world. I do require a bit of caution, you know, from a person that's, I guess, you know, just a person that's decent enough in the head that they can take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I understand feeling pressure. Again, I think that was an issue that you should tell somebody that's close to you. You did you gotta go to the police, you know, for that. Like when stuff like that happened, um, so many of the things that happened where people, you know, were, you know, being a salted, I mean, no, we're doing favors for uh, movie roles and things like that.
0: But but at at some point, right, where does common sense kick in and say, I shouldn't be right. going to no director's house at eight or nine o'clock
2: at night? At nine o'clock at night. And then talking about, I mean, the Predator's are gonna tell you that's just the way we do business because shit, that's that dinner. You know, that's. If I can trick you into my den to get you, that's what I'm gonna do.
0: Exactly. Um,
2: but for it to go on so long and to the point where now this person, you know, violate hundreds of people and shit
1: because hundreds. she have not
2: said anything.
1: Yeah.
2: <sighs> to me, that I, that I do have a problem with both because not only did you, not only were you violated, but you took the payment for the violation. You know what I'm saying like, it, and it's not to blame the uh, what is it? Blame the victim or nothing like that? Because no, we're not know, blaming
0: the victim, but it's right. it's almost like you went there, you knew the situation was wrong, and you went forward.
2: All right, and then you got paid millions of dollars for the role that they gave you afterwards. I'm, I can't. I I think it's a misconduct and stuff like that. It is. It's a lot
0: of misconduct on both sides. On both sides.
2: That's the thing is on both sides because these people agree to these jobs after they've been, you know, sexually assaulted, and take the money as payment. You know, like if you felt if you felt the way that you felt about that, I don't think there's like the woman that you were talking about earlier that felt the way that she felt after that. I don't think there was a, a sense of payment that would. That would take that feeling away from you. So, in doing so, afterwards, and then you going to that job that that person is giving you afterwards, and you performing and, and acting. I don't know. I don't. I see. I see something wrong with that person too. Not yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you got to you got to think about it, man. How long has
0: that been going on? That that industry has been around for what 100, 200 yeah. years or more or something like that so casting couch yeah the casting couch and all these things like that so you got to think about how long has that been in effect like we j- we're just now hearing stories about that but I'm quite sure it's been going on for longer than what they say Bill Cosby was involved there are yeah. there's a gang of people that was around Bill Cosby when that was happening now, he wasn't the only one but this is oh, the God. person that you all decide to pinpoint and and, and and arrest and and god bless anybody that was a victim
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know my condolences or, or or i i i have sympathy and empathy for those people but for the ones who kind of like you just know better like what
1: the fuck all right
2: perfect example on on that subject like Janice dickinson she said that he uh what is it? he assaulted her, but then at the same time, when this stuff was happening, like when this was going on, like you took pictures of him in the room with you in his robe, and then you wrote a whole article about it. How y'all spent the weekend together, and this was y'all thing to do, and how he he's talking to the wife while you're in, he's in bed with you. Like, huh? Right. Like she what? Did a, an article. She did an article for Playboy. And took pictures. No. On Bill like, just, I mean, that. that can we say is, it, it in situations like that?
0: Can we completely say <clears throat> that it's a lack of a positive male role model in the life of those people? Or is it just them acclimating? to the environment that they plan on dealing with.
2: I think that's what that was with that situation. Like that life trying to be, you know, live that Playboy life, be a part of that Playboy life. Not even talking about him, talking about her wanting to be a part of that lifestyle. The article was for Playboy because they wanted to hang out with rich men and be the bunny, you know? But if if you did those things and you have records of yourself doing those things, Get out of the other people's way. They really were hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because uh, yeah. if somebody wasn't really offended or hurt by him, they got a lot of shit to deal with already. They don't need yeah,
0: some- like, and it's very hard to to see the situation being taken care of correctly in the environment that we're in, where you got one comes out over here, and one comes out over here, and then right. one comes out over here. And then you got people making up stories, lying about, you know, what happened, lying about what took place.
2: You know what? Um, Beverly Johnson said he didn't assault her, but she said he, she, he put something in her drink. She said she was positive about that. And she said when she started to feel oozy and felt like something was wrong, she told him to get her the fuck out of here. And he took her downstairs and got her a cab, put it in a car. So even though I think he did something to her, like, I think he drugged her. For some reason, you know, nobody else's story kind of sound like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, him thinking, like, if this person don't want to do this, I'm going to put her in a car and send her away from my house. You know
0: what I'm saying? She she probably, well, maybe she just had the wherewithal to... Before she, her body shut down. She was like, yo, I gotta go get me the No, fuck but that's out of the
2: thing now. is, she said she couldn't draw, she couldn't walk or anything. She said wow. she stumbled. She said he helped, took her by her arm and helped, and walked her down the stairs the, from the second floor, mm. then down the steps of the brownstone to a cab. I think it was in Philadelphia. And got her a cab and sent her away from the house. Wow. So he did it so fast and everything. As soon as she started to say no. So you know. Maybe that day he didn't want to, you know, take advantage of somebody.
0: Right. Maybe that day like, he wasn't Peel Cosby. He wasn't Right. You know home. what I'm saying? Like,
2: no, he was Peel Cosby that day. It's just that uh, he didn't do anything else. But I'm like, I believe her. And she said he didn't even, you know, he didn't assault her. He drugged her and was an attempt to have sex, but didn't. Wow. Her, her, her story makes more sense. And then nothing physically happened other than drugs. But then you got somebody that, you know, taking pictures and writing articles and shit about the shit that y'all doing. And then somehow, you know, somehow y'all... <laughs>
0: yeah, it just, it's, a weird, it's a weird situation, man. But, you know, those... I, I love women, man. You know, I, I was raised by a woman. You know, I, I was given birth to through a woman, you know, as a vessel. So, you, you know... I, I love women and I don't want anything bad or negative to happen to them to that extent, yeah. but it is some of it just sours the situation. Like I said earlier, because right. there's too much going around and all of a sudden everybody wants to all of a sudden speak out. Well, I, I get it. You felt dirty. You felt filthy. You felt, you know, betrayed. You didn't feel clean. You felt like a, a whore or whatever it was. Um, and I'm not disrespecting that. I'm not saying anything bad about that. But there's too many other people that jump on a the bandwagon, they dirty the situation up even worse. And you can't tell who's the real ones and who's the fake ones, right? right. And, and that that's one, that's the thing that bothers me about those situations. Someone should have said something early on, whether it was because I don't know who the people were, but you know, I seen them, I, I saw snippets of the epstein documentary and all these other different things that they got going on out here like somebody saw something and they ain't say nothing right so apparently somebody believes that this even though me and you would see this as a a a negative thing towards morals and and dignity and pride somebody said they threw their dignity pride and morals out of the ring throughout their their Uh integrity and this was okay to a certain group of people right so everybody wasn't abiding by the rules that we that we live by and me and 606 had this conversation before like we will all at some point push our integrity to the side to get to a certain status or a certain you know financial success we all got a number so someone was okay with that shit
2: at some point in time right so much they made a movie about it, like it was common. Yeah, like, you know I
1: mean?
2: like it's just common knowledge. Like that's and, what we do. and and then then and then you got this other guy from Chicago
0: who felt so comfortable what he was doing that he had been doing it for twenty years or, or more. Yeah. He had been going to high school, local high schools, and and doing all this shit, like
2: this
0: shit. Yeah, Man. like this this was this was common knowledge. Like everybody knew. it. For me, I was upset because I'm like, yeah, I just now want to lock. Yeah, I just now want to do something about this shit.
2: My biggest thing with that is that it's only him. I, I think I think he needs some I think he needs some therapy for sure. And how open he is about his how open he is about how you feel about his mother. And that translates to how he feel about women. Yeah, but, but
0: yeah, and we don't we don't know what he had to deal with, because he could have been
2: abused by, right. by, by okay, someone as a kid. I, from the way he talked, it just I, yeah, I get the sense that it was a lot because of how how normalized he he's talk about certain things. Mm. Like that dude that you sent the video the other day with him, like I said, he used his own face.
1: Yeah,
2: like this motherfucker, he'll just Damn, you can say that shit out loud as like it's normal son?
0: because it's normal to them bro like that's the way that they live their life like we we don't tolerate that shit so a guy like him couldn't come around us he couldn't hang out with us if we catch him looking at 16 15 and 16 year old girls like we would we would like, yo we yo you got to go that way we can't we can't we can't be around you
2: you bet we will have a conversation
0: yeah and it ain't gonna be a, a verbal conversation <laughs> Man, they do that. But there are guys out there like that. And with them being around certain entities, that that is okay. So I and I'll say this. I remember graduating from high school. Boom. I go to college, I do a year in college, year and a half, or whatever. I'm gone, boom. Come back to Chicago. I leave again to try to go step out and do music. Boom. Come back. Go back into boxing. Leave again, boom, come back. At this point, I had to be 22, 23 years old. And when I come and hang out with the homies, you know where they are? They told they told me to meet them outside of the high school. I was like, all right, cool. I'll meet y'all up there. So I'm thinking we're going to go grab some food or some shit and, and, and shoot the shit, you know, smoke, drink, whatever we're going to do. You know, these motherfuckers were standing outside the school picking up girls. I'm like, yo, y'all to realize y'all are 22, 23 years old, right? But this is this was a ro- a routine that they had already had. I, I I wasn't aware of it until I went to the school and, and and saw what they were doing. I was like, "Hey, no, 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 I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't ha- I don't hang out at a school I graduated from <laughs> to to pick up girls. I'm not doing that. I'm I'm definitely not doing that. You, you know, so I don't know where the behavior comes from, but it's, it exists, man. And and some people need help or they need to be locked the fuck up or beat the fuck up.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to not go with my first mind, so they need help. <laughs> they need help.
0: So I'll say what your first mind is. They need, the, they, they need their ass beat. Yeah.
1: At yeah.
0: the least at the um, least and, and i'm always,
2: not always to be like think about it this way somebody younger you got to teach them how to do some things and things and stuff uh, some older person is they're legal experienced what y'all don't know y'all figure out together it's it's on the same level it's so much more appealing than Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's how I
0: look at it, but I just, like to, to you. That's how you look at it, but to a person who don't know no better, you know, they feel like the the violating and taking advantage of someone like that is a good thing, right? Because you feel like you're in more control. But there,
1: man, see
2: that's why I, that's why I can't cut them no slack whatsoever. I understand people got illnesses and like. So I'm not cutting of, nobody no slack. I'm just saying no. like this is. This is this no, might be the the logic. lot of you just made me thought about. It. I didn't think you were. You just made me thought about it because there's a grown person out there that's into everything that you could think of. There's a grown person out there for you that wear whatever you want them to wear. Some of them that even look like kids. There's something out there for everybody, yes. and they're grown yes. and legal.
0: So the and so here's me thinking the reason why these these individuals are ch- picking children is because of the big part of what you just said they don't know how to deal with people who are grown they don't know how to deal with a grown woman yeah. they don't know how to deal with a grown woman so they choosing these babies you know what I mean they they they, they, they choosing these young teenage girls these adolescent girls because they don't know how to deal with a grown woman and to what you're saying hey man there are grown women out there with swing sets in their in their in their, in their bedrooms right. There are grown women out here having fun i ain't gonna get too far into it but <laughs> yo you're missing out unless you know you just a fucking perverted sick fuck right and, and you prefer to be out here touching touching babies man and you need to be dealt with because it, I, I, I don't like it. I don't, I don't think that I don't, there's no way for me to justify it. I can only, it's not even enough for me to understand. I can only try to have some understanding and build, build around it, but there is nothing for me to understand because I, I don't feel comfortable in that type of, in that type of uh scenario. Even when they, when they, I was up there, I was 22, 23 years old at the school. And they said, we were going up there, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, I'm up there because I'm thinking we're about to hang out and go grab some shit to eat because, you know, it's a lot. It's some restaurants around the area, but they wanted to hang out at at the school and pool chicks. I was like, I'm not doing that shit.
2: I'm not doing uh, that shit. What do you think about the idea that when people go to jail for that, their idea is to try to convince these people that what they're thinking is wrong. Like that's their main treatment is thinking that they're what they're thinking is wrong. So do you think, or oh, I never heard of, do you think at any time do they convince these people that there are other options out there for them that that will meet their fetish needs? Legal options. Do you think they ever teach
0: that? No. Nah. I think they <laughs> teach them. I think they I don't know. See,
2: I was asking that because I was always thinking, like, why don't they do that? Because I don't I was, think they do that. Uh, I was watching um What's it called? Uh, Coronavirus. And it was a whole community of pedophiles in one community. Every time something happened, you know, they would always go check the community and stuff. I was like, but just think about it. If there was a community like that and somebody was teaching them, teaching them like all individually where to find what they need legally, not a child that's down the street, but you got a grown person that looks like a child that desires the, Desires the attention of a grown-up, not to be treated like a child anymore. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah,
0: but um, but the, those support groups are catered to the pedophiles to help the pedophiles deal with their issue. They don't teach them how to move up to the next level of of adult.
2: I can. I can honestly, don't. I don't think that shit works at all. Just like people telling say no to uh, drugs or or uh, abstaining from sex until you marry.
0: I don't believe in, in abstaining from sex until you marry. I think nobody this, does. Yeah, nobody do it. I, I just think that's trash. If, if, if I'm going to buy a pair of pants, I'm going to try the motherfuckers zone before I leave out this right. bitch. Or if, I'm going to try if, them on when I get home. If I don't like them, I'm bringing them sick. back.
2: Right. Um, you know, it was big in the Catholic community that because they were having anal sex, it wasn't really sex. You know what I'm saying? But all the kids popping up with diseases and shit because they only have anal sex. I'm Like motherfucker. What? So you? So it's okay to violate a kid because you're trying to say that's it ain't anal kids, sex? It's about kids having sex with kids. Like, like this is how they're they're working around the uh, not having sex thing. They just doing anal or doing uh, uh, oral, and saying that that's not sex. Because how they were how sex was defined to them is. Uh, you know, vaginal, you know, male and female. They didn't oh. even say nothing about the same sex because, of course, you know, they don't want to influence the kids in any kind of way.
0: Yeah, that, that's disgusting. That's so I'm disgusting.
2: like, and didn't want to talk about safe sex because they said that if you're doing that, they just ain't telling the kids it's okay. I'm like, have it ever stopped any kid from trying to get some you know, some, you know, vice versa? Yeah. Either one of male or female from doing anything by telling them not to.
0: Question somewhere in the in the in the realm of this. Do you believe that God was homophobic?
2: <laughs> not from the description that we get in the Bible. I don't believe that.
0: I believe God was homophobic, man.
2: I don't. I say he that because
0: he burned down Sodom and Gomorrah.
2: I think somebody told that story as to why that happened was because they were doing that. I don't, from everything else that we hear about in the Bible to each person, you know, to be judged separately and he loved everybody. And on top of that, no sin is greater than the others. So without there being any perfect person on this planet why did he pick out that place over any other place? because just living on a day to day basis we all are sinning constantly even we lying to ourselves.
0: I see it all the time. I'm seeing it right now.
2: See what I'm saying? <laughs> so, he knew that it was so much different than everybody else in the rest of the world
1: you No, know, but he had the, the place bon- he had the- he had the place burned to the ground man. I
2: think that's how that story was told and it was interpreted now. Remember King James Version. God talked to the priest, the priest talked to King and King tells us what he want us to know.
0: And all the motherfuckers was high. Right. All of them um, was doing something. Not to mention
2: he ain't burned down the Catholic church yet. How many kids they fuck? A lot of them. So, that's why I say that I, the narrative may have wanted to portray him as homophobic.
0: I, I just I just wanted to pose that question to you because I, I've thought about that every now and again. Like, man, was God
2: homophobic? And I don't know, I have some discomfort about hom about homophobia and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But these are my own personal issues. I don't you know project them on anybody or nothing like that. Because shit.
0: Man, my main thing is just live your motherfucking life as long as you're not trying to project that shit on other people as long as you're not trying to harm or hurt nobody or kill nobody in the process man I'm good with you like we don't have to see eye to eye on everything but as long as you're being a a good person and you're not trying to hurt no one I don't have no problem with it it's the people that it's the people that project right so there's a, a person I don't know them but I had an issue with them because They were uncomfortable with their sexuality and they wanted to put that off on me because they were uncomfortable. So every time I'm around them, they're saying these things. Oh, you don't like me because I'm this or you don't like me because I'm that. But I never said I never said nothing. I'm not saying anything. I'm just hanging out because they're a friend of a friend, right? Never saying anything. Hey, what's going on? I salute them, I dap them up, I say what's up to them. Like I say hi to everybody. And I noticed, you know, at the the time goes by, they're always doing shit that's like uncomfortable. And I was like, yo, why do you keep doing all that bullshit, man? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why do you keep going out your way to keep saying all this crazy shit? I'm saying it because I know you uncomfortable around me. No, I'm not. I'm not uncomfortable around you. I'm here. I shook your hand. Matter of fact, I got you a beer. I bought a beer over to you. Like, how am I uncomfortable? And they made up all this crazy shit. And I was like, no, you're uncomfortable with your own fucking self. Being around me makes you uncomfortable. I've done nothing to offend you. I've said nothing. You're friend of a you, friend of a friend of my friends. So you're welcome. They They obviously want you around. I'm here to enjoy myself the same way you are. And I'm not going to change that to make you feel any more comfortable than you should. Happiness, self-esteem, and self-confidence comes from within. If you don't have it on the inside, I can't give it to you. But this person would always project that. And I'm not saying that people should go out their way to be mean to other people. But if you're not happy with yourself and your own skin and and your sexuality and your choice, you can't expect nobody else to make you happy. You know, but that person would always project, oh, you you have a problem with this. You have a problem with that. And you don't like gay people or whatever. I was like, I never said nothing like that. Never. I never right. said nothing like that. Yeah, man. So in the end, I just, I don't know. I, I just think that, you know, just don't, for me, just don't project. Don't project negativity. Don't, you know, and definitely don't assume that I'm supposed to be something. You want me to be something that I'm not. You have to be, ultimately, you have to be comfortable and happy with the decision that you make for yourself. Um, I don't have no problem with no problem, no, with no person from any community. I don't, I don't really get into that shit, man. My whole thing, like I said earlier, was love, life, peace, understanding, and knowledge. Like I don't, I don't care much for anything else. You know what I mean? Like I don't. If you, if you, if you want to be gay, be gay. Just don't, just don't be projecting. Don't be hurting people, and don't be for, don't, don't be forced that. Like I, when I'm out here, I don't. I'm black. Like I, I know that, but I'm not yeah. trying to let let the world know that, you know, my soul glows and shit like that, you know, like right. I don't...
1: Uh,
2: look Along with our black card comes a trauma card, so... Say what? Along with our black card comes a trauma card.
0: Yeah, so. the black card comes with trauma. Yeah. A lot of trauma. PTSD.
2: Yeah. So I was going to ask you about what are you thinking about the people that, uh, the shit that we see and how traumatic that is with everything being posted these days.
0: Yeah. You know, the crazy part about that, man, you know, or if you think about how much trauma we've seen, right the, the 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 drug epidemic, all the killings, just imagine what the parents, our parents, seen through the civil rights movement being called a nigger, nigger, mm-hmm. to the to the highest level being called that, um, the lynchings, the killings, not being allowed to go to school. Um,
2: yeah, but I think you know hearing about. Hearing about that, for me, I don't think it would have been as dramatic as me seeing it. Like, like today, I saw the video. The woman being drugged out of her car by her. Extensions. Mm-hmm. A little late. Police grabbed her by her head and slammed her head to the ground. Uh, you know. So think about how, how
0: often of an occurrence that had to be during the 60s, 50s, and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, but you know, it was through word of mouth that they saw some things. Well, more things than
0: I think we see more. We see it, but they were in fear of their lives because they experienced it more.
2: To some extent, are you in fear of your life just going on day to day? No. No?
0: No. No, and I, and if anybody listening, I'm not saying that because I'm confident in, in my ability to protect myself. I've mm-hmm. seen enough to just be like I'm good like I'm not projecting look evil be gone like that's my main thing like I'm not projecting that shit like I whatever whatever's going to happen to me I'm gonna deal with it when it gets to me but I'm not I'm not that's not something that I'm focusing on I'm not focused on any negativity coming to me and when it does come to me I'm gonna dismantle it and disarm it at the proper time now if there's a situation that ex- escalates I'm going to either deal with it or it's going to deal with me. But in those situations, the
2: 40s, 50s, 30s, uh, 60s, come on, man. That shit was crazy. The stories I heard. Yeah. And the things that we've seen, like I, I do, I, you know, Tulsa, like some shit like that can happen. And, and then, you know, she just be erased from history and shit. Yeah.
0: Not just, it. not just, a, not erased. But motherfuckers just ignored it. Yo, don't talk about that no no more. Don't don't put that in any book. Don't 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 even bring that up. Don't even don't even bring that up. We're not gonna speak on that,
2: right? Because I don't think anything like that can happen in this day and time.
0: I believe it can. I believe these motherfuckers will scrub the internet yeah. of anything that you know. I do it.
2: If we had a spot where a group of Caucasian man or even the government came through and did some shit like that. I think they would have a bigger problem on the hand afterwards than the internet. Say, for instance, Rosewood. If some shit like that happened now. Uh, well, a perfect example. Mississippi had open carry. Like you don't require to have no permit or nothing like that. You can wear your gun on your hip. Yeah. I think.
1: I think, I don't think anybody want that smoke. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't think anybody
2: care about what your skin color looked like if I'm gonna pull this trigger. Um, growing up, people used to always talk about the South and how these things happen in the South and things like that. But I I, I think, I think, there, I think people are just waiting for something to pop off and have an excuse um i think as the people we've been
0: i think they've always been waiting for a, for a reason i do, I just what what i think happens is it it diffuses faster than it escalates you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I think that's what happens you know i think there are groups of individuals or a group of individual that definitely want to see a war out here in the streets i do believe that
2: they, they want to see one but not not with black against white or anything. They want to see black on black. I don't think they want the black and white thing.
0: I don't. I don't know. I think it. I think the ultimate is good against evil. I don't think it's gonna matter about black, Jew, Gentile, red, white, blue, color, whatever it is. I don't think it's that. I just think that there are those who want to see a a, a mass rebellion of the eighteen hundreds or seventeen hundreds. You know, some some type of civil war out here. I think there's there are groups of people that want to see it. Yeah. But it, it it de-escalates because to do that, you like people. Do you understand that you have to be willing to risk your life for something like that? It it to me is it's, it's all it's similar to boxing in a certain manner or fighting. The majority of people in the world don't really want to fight, they want to run their fucking mouth and talk shit. Like they don't want to fight, they just want to be heard, they just want to speak their opinion. It's like they, they don't they don't want to fight. So when you talk about a war or something out here in the streets, people will rather de-escalate. Now you do have these idiots out here that are willing to they'll they'll kill anybody. That just lets you know what type of background that they got. But I don't I don't I don't see people openly wanting to just go out here and just like harm people, just shoot people down.
2: Well, I, I don't
1: see that in I don't see that in they uh In a black neighborhood. I saw that with that little boy
2: that uh, that shot those people during the protest and walked right past the police. That's exactly what they wanted to do.
0: Oh, he had his hands up because he thought he was going to get arrested? Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what they wanted to do. They had no reason whatsoever. They were just out hunting. And it wasn't him by himself. so it was a group of them. He just wanted to be caught on camera. Yeah, um, the people that stormed the Capitol, you know, they they went there to do some other shit. They didn't come unarmed, you know.
0: They like, had an agenda, but it was it was made for them to get in
2: there and do that, though, right? Like,
1: right, right. You know, find was... it out now, but
2: you know, like, I think I think people want to make their point, and they want to hurt people by doing it. I think people like that do. I um, I I've, I've, I've felt like for so long we've been we too been too I guess calm about it or been too godly about it. Trying so to-
0: so let me ask you this then: Are you willing to throw away your morality to prove a point? Because most people aren't.
2: Uh, no, no. But if given the opportunity to prove my points,
1: I think I'll take it. But don't you feel like you've had ample opportunity
0: to do that?
2: Well, when I say prove my point, I mean to defend myself in a manner that might cost somebody else their their lives.
0: But haven't haven't those opportunities arisen in the last year and a half, two years?
1: Uh, not, well, I'm or, or, do you, or do
0: you need uh, a, a more personal I, experience? No,
2: no, no, I'm I'm say they have not. Because the things that I've been angry for in the past two years, so they haven't been worth anybody's lives. There's been some feelings hurt and things like that, heartbroken things like that. But I don't think nobody should die for it. But if I feel like someone has a problem with me or want to hurt me because of the way that I look, like, you know, not, not probably find a person that you've been looking for, type thing. Because I'm not walking around here like no no or nothing like that. So given opportunity, if it's my time, it's my time, you know, that's I'm cool with that.
0: I'm fine with that too, especially with what happened to me what was that when uh um Michael Jordan, the 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 That documentary came out. Did I do? Did I tell you about that?
2: No,
0: no, no. The people were pouring. They were pouring out garbage in front of my door to my. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were leaving notes on my door, telling me that I ain't shit and I'm trash. Right. I I was with all. I was with all of the shits: horse, bull, lion, wolf, (laughs) snail piranha yeah. snake alligator crocodile for anybody that's listening when this incident happened to me for two days two or three three days i was with all the shit i wanted
2: i was with all of it and see i think look i thank god that you didn't catch a person doing it because there have been a perfect episode it's just a no, I got some shit I need to get off my chest and so
0: for those who are listening, I did have my moment in the sun, literally with them. And they didn't want,
2: they didn't want it. See, I mean that that's good. I take situation like that as a sign of God. I'ma
0: say this to anybody that's listening. I, again, I, I was with all the shit. I, I'm, I promise you, right hand of God on my dead girlfriend's grave. I was with all the shit. And when I approached them about it, they didn't want any smoke. They wanted to walk it off. They wanted to act like I didn't exist. They wanted to act like they didn't know what happened. No one wanted to say anything about it. But I had to get the uh, the company involved that owns the building they they restored order. They looked out for me. They took care of me. Everything was done properly and put back into its proper place. And I appreciate the the, uh, the ownership company that did that, the management company that did that. I appreciate it. But I was with all the fucking smoke and I wanted it. And I had people on the way to help me out because we was going we was going to demonstrate. And it was gonna be it was gonna be a hell of a demonstration, but they didn't want that. They didn't want that. They didn't want that. They moved. They got the people up out of here.
2: Yo, y'all gotta get out. an example, like what I'm talking about, I think when situation presents itself, where you be with the smoke, and then somebody level headed step in, I take it as a sign from God. God be with God be with people, man. What what they say?
0: God looks out for idiots and and babies too. Fools and babies. God be with these people, man. I'm telling you like Kenya, you know me well enough to know there's only so much shit I'm gonna take. And, and I, I I can deal with people on a on a calm, level playing field even when they being disrespectful. I can I can take the disrespect. But one thing you got to re- always remember is when I decide to turn up, you can't do nothing about my turn up. All right.
2: I'm done talking. Shit.
0: We are done talking. There will be no
2: more talking. Do you remember when uh, somebody was breaking into tow a car at school and I wanted to chase them with the car across the field, you know, across the uh, the park and everything. I was like, why are we running? There's a car right here, you know, like, I want to do all that. Like, It ain't even my vehicle, but I appreciate somebody having a better mind than me, than not to, you know, run somebody down in the car because they were trying to break in a car, you know? There could've been a whole nother little something behind that we didn't even know nothing about. But. It could have,
0: but they were gonna pay. Right.
2: But I'm, I'm grateful for that.
0: And you can be grateful for that, and I salute that, but they were gonna pay. Yes, Lord. Oh. They, 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 they were gonna severe, like, <laughs> they were going to severely pay right, for, for that infraction.
2: And so that's, that eventually that's how I had to look at uh, my last two or three years and shit, you know. You know, I can be upset and stuff, but, you know, it's not worth anybody's uh, life. It can be annoying.
0: I'm not going to say it's not worth anybody's life, but what I will say is that
2: <laughs> I
1: need another man. Come
0: on now. What I will say is that God looks out for fools and babies, man. That's Amen. what I will say. Amen. Because we're talking about incidences where. Yes. Yeah, you ain't even you ain't even supposed to. Y'all ain't even supposed to be here, man. Right. Oh, I'm not. Right. right. I'm not. Yeah. hey eh? And when I say I'm not supposed to be here, I'm not talking about, like, leaving this earth. I'm talking about I'm just not supposed <laughs> to be here. <laughs> like, no, no, you're going to you're gonna leave. I know right. for a fact. You're going to leave. The people I got around me, some of the people I, I can, skip you know, like, it's going to get bad for you. You know, sock passe. Shout out to all the Haitians out there. Everybody that's part of the zone. Shout out to all my, everybody I know, man. Y'all don't, don't want to deal with that shit. It's a different level. It's a different level when, when we start doing this. That's why I just mind my business, man. Like, like one of the uh brothers told me, bro, let me handle that. Don't you do anything. Let us handle that. You keep being fly and handsome. Let us handle all the drama but that day right. the, what was it what was it called the last dance documentary came out i think it was episode four some shit that had came out i'm in here chilling it was like May or whatever i don't remember what, what episode it was that happened boom then it happens the next day my like, man what's, what the fuck is going on and they leaving me messages bro i was like okay I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna try to talk to you guys nicely, hmm. calmly, and, and in an orderly fashion. I'm gonna do this the right way, and he, and then they ignore me. They didn't. They didn't come to the door. They didn't respond. They didn't do nothing. So all right. I know what to do. I know. I know how to. I know how to play this out. I'm gonna catch y'all when y'all coming in here, and I'm just have a conversation. And when I try to have a conversation, you know it escalated now the police got called for those who want to know the police did get called the police got called on me because they they heard loud yelling i was only yelling because i wanted that shit to escalate so badly
1: oh i wanted i
0: wanted all the smoke i wanted all the smoke but it didn't escalate man so you know god is good man i'm still here i'm healthy you know you're healthy there's there's ways we could have dealt with situations, but we didn't, you know. Um, and we will continue to prevail and do better and live our lives on a higher, on a higher frequency. Man, is there anything else you would like to say, sir? We've been talking and shooting the shit for a while now. Yeah,
2: I'm um, saying something now, but
0: on. We are back at the Jagoff Hour. This is DJ E.
1: <laughs> I'm waiting on it. I haven't gotten it yet. Okay, here we go, bro. As you know, a lot of that shit there, your you're supposed to just walk it off. Yeah, you're
2: oh. supposed to, but... See, here's the other thing,
0: because it sticks with you, right? Because it's like, yo, somebody tried me, and I let, the, I let it go. Okay, somebody tried me again, I let it go. At some point, one of y'all gonna... One of y'all gonna step in the bed
1: trap.
2: Um, that To not even be confrontational. I, i'm what I was talking about as um, like a, a part two is uh think about this when a when a couple loses a child
1: mm-hmm.
2: there's absolutely no whatever well, normally there's no uh no support for the father mm-hmm. they how to take care of the mother uh, nowadays they ask them do they need anything but there's no follow up about the father um the, the black males that get stopped as teenagers by the police and mishandled, mistreated all to be let go hours later. Mm-hmm. Um, a kid about two years ago, he bought a car um, from somebody offline and his mom followed him took him to get the car. And then she was following him back to the house. Police pulled him over um, and asking for all this information like the man told me just bought the car, had a stack of paperwork, like insurance and bill to sell, the history of the car. man had so much fucking paper, I thought, you know, shit, like, what else can they ask for that he don't have? They still took him down to the precinct. And the thing is, he had got, he got separated from mother on the freeway. And they pulled him over as soon as he got off the freeway. And before she could find out where he was, because he pulled into a, uh, I was on parking lot. They had taken them to jail, held them for four hours, mm. uh, had the mother and the parents and shit. You know, the father had to come home from work and everything to see what was going on so he can, you know, see what they need to do to get bail and stuff. And then they let him go and said everything checked out. We pulled you over because you didn't have any tags on the car. But you got this registration and this bill of sale of a car that you just bought. I mean, just bought. So why would he have tags on it? Man, that's traumatic. It is
0: traumatic, and it's going to stick with that kid forever.
2: Right. He said, man, I know how it is. I'm like, but you shouldn't know. That's what I told
1: him.
0: You're not supposed to know. Right. You shouldn't have to experience that.
2: I don't know him from man and moon, but I stood out there just to see what they were saying to him. They checking his pocket and stuff. Uh, they they I think they took like a hundred, no, they took like three hundred dollars off of him, two hundred and seventy dollars off of him. Wow! They so got this money from. Him. He said, "Man, I just bought this car." He's like, "This is change from you know the money that they gave him or something like that." And they they just really going in on it. and and I'm sitting there watching the cop. I ain't saying not a word. He looking at me. I ain't saying nothing. And uh, they searched the car. They they are bagging everything separately, mind you. He just got the car. They bagging shit like uh, candy wrappers and the money they took out his pocket. Uh, uh, what else was in there? It? it was some other paper shit, like uh, like old tickets and shit from the previous owner in there. Like they were bagging everything.
0: Trying their best to get something going right. on.
2: All this type of shit. But this kid was a 16-year-old, worked two jobs where so he could get this Mustang that he wanted. And this happened on the first day he gets the damn car.
0: Because he got to be a drug dealer or some felon, right?
2: Yeah, what you He had dreads. Like, man, I know why they pulled me up. They pulled me because they had dreads. I'm like, nah, man. You fit the, you know, you got the right complexion. There ain't no problem. That's all that was.
0: Saying he had dreads is another way of saying that. Right. He, said, he said it right. But uh, I know people that cut their dreads off, had had them for 17, 20 years and cut them off because of the the way shit going now, you
2: know? And the thing was, man, he telling me, he telling me, I'm gonna be all right. I'm like, I'm mad like a motherfucker, though. He's like, I'm gonna be all right. He's smiling and shit. I ain't smiling. I want them to know I ain't smiling. Ain't none of this shit funny to me. But this kid smiling like this is normal. But I'm like, this shit is not normal, though, man.
0: It, it, it's not normal, but for him, there's a part of him that has
2: an understanding. He, he's like, you know what, I get it. I get it. My mom came back two days later and thanked me for just standing out there. Cause she's like, I was like, I told her I was hot, you know, from get-go because
0: absolutely.
2: And she what the fuck they pulling the over for if he got all the paper. I had so much fucking paperwork, he can answer any question you need. You know, so what the Matter of fact,
0: was, you don't he don't even need he don't need to answer the question because the paperwork would do it for you, stupid
1: motherfucker. They
2: want the toys car I told him they can he can leave it there. He ain't got to they ain't got to move it. He can stay right there. They want the toys car. Like the car was in the middle of traffic or some shit. It was in a parking
1: lot in a apartment space. But yeah, that's the type of shit I was talking about.
0: Yeah, and then you know, the other part of that is they they probably wanted it to escalate to see what he would do, you know. You know how these motherfuckers play, man.
2: Yeah, but he was smiling. Yes, sir. No, sir. Into the ass. That's all.
0: Like you should have. Right. All right, man. I'm going to let you go because I know you got to eat and, and take care of everything else. We are going to continue this discussion at a later time to be determined. All right. TBD. Man, Kenyon Bills, I appreciate you, man. Do you got any artwork, anything going any uh schools, classes, anything going on that you need to talk about?
2: No, man, I'll just be posting some uh, new work on my uh, Instagram in the next week or so. Uh, I'm I'm doing a lot of stuff about uh black sharecroppers and how the portrayal in our history books be telling us, like, these are our slaves working in the fields and shit. But I don't paint slaves, I paint sharecroppers. So, you know these Black people working their own farms. Yeah,
0: croppers weren't the best job, but that's a subject for another day. Black Ladies and North gentlemen.
2: North. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm working on. Yeah. And uh, I just want to change that narrative. Like when we see that in a, a book, the first thing we think about, they working on somebody's plantation. No, nah. These people working their own fucking farms and shit. Yeah,
0: but that, that ain't the best job either. So, um, But I understand. I, I get you. I I, I you know, I get it. But we're going to get on up out of here, Kenyon. So I appreciate you for hanging out with me and talking about trauma. And, and we're going to continue this conversation at another time. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your day, night, evening, afternoon, or morning. We are out this business. Yeah, yeah.